Hey, folks. This is the AK Sports Show, episode 52. We are back in the building. I am your host, KC. Joan alongside me is my co host, Alina, AKA Lena Lean, AKA Lee Lee, AKA Lena. Y'all give us some hand claps, y'all. You know who it is? We here and we back. <laughs> we here. AK Sports Show, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Russell. <laughs> Let's ride. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're gonna be riding, all right. Yeah, Come on. We're be riding. Anyway, <laughs> ride right. on through. Before we get started, y'all know my saying, or y'all know what I do in the beginning. Um mm-hmm. the trivia question of the week. Who was the last expansion team in the NFL? Leave your answers down below on our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you're frequent at. And also make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure you rank us if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, um, Google, or wherever you listen to podcasts at. It help us greatly. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start with the show. Episode 52, we're going to start off with Mr. Marshawn Lynch, who was recently arrested for DUI in Las Vegas. The former oh, NFL boy. running back recently added to the Seahawks organization, playing the role of a special correspondent, whatever that means, was arrested <laughs> on Tuesday for DUI. Um, the, the video was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> before I get into the video, let's, let's go through the details of this. Lynch reportedly left the trail of damage before his car came to arrest with marks left on the road and the curb. In addition to the DUI, Lynch faces charges of failure, refusing to surrender proof of secu- uh, security, or scrutiny, uh, driving an unregistered vehicle, and failure to drive in the travel lane. All right, so, man, let me say this. Let me say this about this. Look, uh, you had to take your glasses off. Yeah, I gotta take my glasses off. Look, I like Marshawn. He he's he's a character. I mean, he has a great personality. The guy's a smart guy. What in the world would possess you in the daytime? To drive like that, drunk. Man. Now we're talking about Las Vegas now, because Las Vegas is a tourist trap. It's, I mean, the cops are there real lax. They're not tripping like yeah. every other cop. I mean, it's kind of like Atlanta. If you ever been to Atlanta, Atlanta PD don't really mess with you <clears> unless you're doing something stupid. Um, but this was just—I don't understand it. Like the video, as I'm watching the video, I'm like, dang, it, it wasn't like bad like every other video we probably see when yeah interaction happens it was kind of funny because <laughs> he was knocked out sleep yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was uh he was he was gone he was when he got on the floor like when they pulled him out the car he just laid like a dead body just on the ground as they arrested him i'm like bro this a shame this dude is done this dude is done <laughs> Fried like the people in uh your town call it fried. Really? <laughs> like my people? Yeah. Like we were the only people saying that? I don't say that down here. I don't say that up north either. Fried. Oh, okay. Well, you know, everyone has their differences. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fried for doing that. He definitely was. <laughs> I'm I was so disappointed. I was like, bro, you you run a, a little league football team. Man, out doing? here coaching kids. Getting DUIs, man, man. Shoot, when I coached, 
I didn't even want people to barely know that I even drank anything, let alone you out here driving reckless. There was a video of him. Um, this is like, I don't know how long ago this was. A soccer mom had came up to him and he was, you know, whatever the case was, he was being real nice about it. Um, mm-hmm. She had confronted him about uh, cursing at the kids. <laughs> you know how Oh, are. Lord. But, but it's, it's football, though. It's, it's, now, how young are the kids that he I was coaching? I don't know. They they had to be between maybe 12 or, or 14, between the ages of 12 or 14. But uh, the, the mom got all hostile with him, but he remained calm, cool. Yeah. Pulled her to the side. <clears throat> and it was just, okay, this is how you de-escalate the situation because – that mm-hmm. could have went left so many ways. Um, yeah. But yeah, because, you know, I mean, it could be touchy. That yeah. young, I could see, okay, maybe maybe high school, but middle school age is like, is it worth it? But, heck, honestly, I didn't run into coaches that they ain't cuss you out, but the stuff that they said, you might as well have been cussed out. Oh, I've been cursed out. Like, middle school, high school, I, I've heard coaches curse everybody out. So that's, that's yeah. I mean, football. It's just you just used to it. I mean, middle school. Okay, it just depends on how pissed off we get to coach in middle school. <laughs> if we was yeah, if we was messing up, he'll let he'll let maybe an f bomb go. Mm-hmm. It was rare, but he'll he'll get pissed off and and it'll fly. High school. Oh, wow. Oh, high school. It was just like you forget it. You yeah. You getting everything. I didn't. You know, I didn't get cussed out until I got to college. Like literally cussed out until college. I can only imagine what it's like in college. I never, I never played the collegiate level of football. Man, but I, I mean, then you make it just feel like, well, dang, am I still a woman? Am I still an athlete? Like Man. you, you didn't talk to me like I'm somebody on the street. Hey, calling yeah. your MFs and everything. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Suck it up, Buttercup. Let's get it. Like, why I got to be all that? <laughs> I'm tearing up. I'm yeah, tearing you messing up. up. You messing up. You messed that layup. I ain't, ain't got to be no M. This wasn't even from. This was our. Uh, this one particular instance that I'm thinking of was our strength and trainer coach. It was like either the strength and trainer coach or like his assistant or something. Like I remember being in the weight room, and he, they was going in, on us. You just, you just gotta, <laughs> just gotta take it in stride. Like I, like I was in the military. Yeah. You, you, uh, that was my that was my co- my collegiate cursing yeah. out. Like, they used to just let everything fly. You get called everything in the book other than the racial uh, slur. But yeah, uh, I bet. Bet back to Mr. Lynch. So, uh, man, this is this is uh, super disheartening because he's been good for ten years. Um, he hasn't had to run in like that since 2012, where he was arrested for DUI after blowing a .08. Uh, weaving in and out of mm-hmm. lanes on Interstate 880 in Oakland. Um, he paid a fine of $1,033 and attended six driver's safety classes. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's, I mean, it's kind of like once you get the first DUI, it's kind of like you're going to mess around and get another one, it seems like. Or you, you had that fear of getting another one, and you do. Um, DUIs are expensive for the normal person. He's an NFL player, so this is probably like a drop in the bucket for him. Yeah, but, pennies. Yeah, but still, it's 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 expensive. It's a hassle. It's you gotta go through all these classes. Again, I'm not talking because like I've been through it. I don't have DU, I don't have DUIs. I just know friends 
knock on wood. <laughs> never want to get a new high. I've had friends. I've taken a friend to a AA meeting. <laughs> Marshawn is uh we we're just we're just highly disappointed. Um Yeah, he needs to get it all the way together. Come on, Marshawn. I don't know what's going on in Vegas either, too, because we Vegas just it seems like it just attracts trouble for NFL players. First you got uh, mm -hmm. got Henry Ruggs back last year in September with the DUI thing. Was that September or was it October? I think it was October uh, last year. Maybe it was October. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, he he killed the girl and the dog, and he got arrested. Then you got Alvin Kamara punches some guy in the club on Pro Bowl weekend, bro. Like, come on, bro, you at Pro Bowl weekend? What you doing? Ah. Enjoy the Pro Bowl. Stop playing around. Enjoy the Pro Bowl. He was enjoying it by hitting somebody. Dog, <laughs> you got body. You should have bodyguards or at least some. Well, you know, NFL players are kind of big. They so. probably feel like they don't need a bodyguard. But still, you know, you're going to get into But then you probably should. Because people, just because people will try to try you. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even need to have to try to de-escalate something. Just let, you know, your bodyguard handle it. That's true. Because, of course, you know you can beat the person up. That's not a question. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But, but yeah. Yeah, Vegas is just not the place for uh, NFL players right now. I don't know what's going on. We they they might need to uh, rethink this whole Vegas thing for NFL in general because it seems there'll be a lots of trouble in Vegas. Lots. Of hey, I mean, you can get into trouble in many places. It's the person at the end of the day. Is that's true? That's true. Anyway, moving right along to some more NFL news. Preseason recently started. And Mr. Deshaun Watson is probably going to start this preseason game. Now, that does not mean he's going to start the regular season game. Um, I have to walk back one of my statements from last podcast in regards to him um, in the appeal process. So, apparently, so it doesn't matter if, you know, well, when the NFL – decide to do the whole appeal thing and reissue a punishment and then Deshaun's team decides to appeal the appeal, he's still going to be suspended for his sixth game. He can't appeal. Well, even if he appeals the appeal, he's still going to be suspended for six games. He ain't going to be able to play the first season. I mean, the first regular season game. He's going to be able, he's going to play the, uh, he can play the preseason. He's probably going to start this preseason, which I'm pretty sure is going to bring out a lot of people. Probably a lot of groups that probably don't like the fact that he's even still playing. So, mm. we'll see what this happens. Wow. We will see what happens here. Yes, um, we shall. We'll move from him to Mr. Jackson, who is uh, still fighting, fighting to get the payday. Um, I do have fight a fight on Jackson. I do have a deep dive for this one, but not right now. I'm gonna save it. I'm I'm gonna save it right now. I just you gonna save it? Yeah, I'm gonna save you it. You ain't that you fire, don't want it. That fire and brimstone in me is is not is 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 brewing, but we're gonna hold off for right now. It's brewing. Okay. Me and Lena had me. We had a discussion last night. A whole discussion about the Lamar Jackson thing and why, mm -hmm. why he shouldn't get. Why I think the reason why he hasn't been paid 
because he's not a traditional quarterback. Lena says he should get paid because he, you know, and off the merits of what he's done, yes. Off the merits of going to the playoffs several times, winning the MVP in your second year, breaking records. Why are you telling my points? Tell your points. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't want. Well, it to I can seem, speak for myself. I don't want it to seem like I'm hating. I'm not hating. What you are hating? I'm telling to, you, you hate because the fact that you just say because he's not a traditional quarterback. What in the world does that mean? That doesn't matter as long as he's helping his team win games. They've been getting to the playoffs. It don't matter that he's not traditional. Then that's fine. Who you cares? Can you can get to the playoffs. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do not dispute that at all. I just want okay, you to, so I, I just want you to go further in the playoffs. I want you to be able to make decisions, not with your feet, but with your your hands, your arm. He, I, I'm I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna keep saying, it. people, please pay attention. Please pay attention, Lamar Jackson. He is a two read and go, two read and go. He like LeBron James when he reads a book. He don't get past the first page. He just go. He just read the first page, and <laughs> that's the that's the meme. You know, it's it's a meme that everybody's talking about LeBron. Like when he when they take a picture of LeBron and he's reading a book, and he's like, mm-hmm. he, he never gets past the first page. It's just a meme. That's oh wow, okay, because yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, in all seriousness though, like. Deshaun Watson basically messed up the market. So did Kyler Murray. The two hundred million is now the standard for the quarterback. Well, that's not Lamar's fault because he would be stupid not to ask for somewhere in the ballpark mm-hmm. of what those two have gotten. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way anybody can tell me that he's not on the same caliber talent as Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray. I'm not saying that. Just either. off of that. All right. So then I don't understand why. Okay. Well, let me backtrack. How many seasons has he been in the league? Lamar Jackson? This Three seasons. seasons. So he's coming into his fourth season. He already has an MVP and has playoff appearance or appearances, right? Mm-hmm. So he still, like, has room to grow, being that he's pretty young. As a high in his career. Mm-hmm. So I think that should be taken into consideration. Do we do other quarterbacks like this where we're not giving them a chance to really grow in their position? Who's to say that he can't get better at throwing the football? Yes, we've seen what he's done so far, but without Lamar Jackson on the Ravens team, they would be trash. So they need to pay this man. So I'm, I'm I don't I don't disagree with you, what you're saying. I agree with every one of your points. My point is if we give you this money, where is the improvement going to come? Because we know look at the history of running quarterbacks. I just want you to look at the history of running quarterbacks. Okay, Has but it, did they not get paid? Did Michael Vick not get paid? They all got paid. They got paid. And that's that's it. But ain't nothing else to it. They you, got paid. But, but let's did, look because you depend on Michael Vick throwing the ball and being accurate. Did man, he not use his legs a lot? Let's look at let's look at a few factors, right? No, let's look at the team. Let's look at the, the existential details of the team that he's on. 
the the Baltimore Ravens have been notoriously put up in that list of cheap teams of why should we pay you? Why should we pay you? And they have been a notoriously known running team at that. And on top of that, they on top of that, Lamar Jackson isn't he's not the best when it comes to just being a pocket passer. Not that's not his game. I get it. That's not his game. He runs out. But when you talk about winning games, can you win a game with a running quarterback? Can you win a game? Can you win a Super Bowl with a running quarterback? Maybe he could be the first. Because, number one, you just said they're notorious for being cheap. That has nothing to do with Lamar. Oh, it has a lot to so, do with it has a lot what do, do you mean? It has a lot to that do with that. That don't have nothing to do with him. No, 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 no. No, he's he first and foremost, he's his own agent. That's the first mistake. But I agree. He should get an agent. He should definitely get an agent. I don't even know why you would even want all that responsibility and pressure. It's enough trying to play. Now you got to do all this business side, which of course you would be involved, but not to that degree to where you're really doing all the negotiating and all the in-between. But right. go ahead. It's a bunch of jargon that he probably don't understand. They probably like an agent will be able to dress you up and make you look like Mr. Perfect and give them the reasons on why they should pay you. He would mm-hmm. he would dress it up so good he'd be like, Well, dang, we should probably pay you three hundred three hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. An agent would Lamar listen, listen, listen. Lamar Jackson has has the stats for an agent to twerk. Sometimes it's just you just need that right person to put it in perspective. Lamar not, might not. So be. you're saying because he's representing himself that this may be prolonging the process of him really getting the money that he's looking for because you think he may not be dressing himself up or selling himself as good can, as an agent. An agent can sell it like the numbers that he puts up. The agent can sell it now. The fact that, again, this is not me being a hate. The fact that he's not a traditional quarterback. The fact that he needs to work on his reads. The fact that he needs to work on his accuracy as a quarterback can play a role in that, that an agent can make that look like minuscule. Make, make it look minuscule. Make it look like, what are you talking about? This man. Hey, who's to say he's not making it look minuscule? Because the running, you said they have a running team. Well, that fits into his style. He likes to run, and they don't mind him doing it. Yeah, but it's been a couple of games where it's just like if they shut down the run, what are we doing? We need to get that pass going. And if mm-hmm. you can't he he if you can't just make the simple check down hits as a quarterback, what do we need? Mm-hmm. Like what do we need you for? You just we can run the wildcat. We can run the wildcat and win. What's the wildcat? It's basically <laughs> Basically, you got a uh, a running back posing as a quarterback. They got two running backs, oh. and it's just like we just might as well do that. It's what Tim Tebow came from. Um, oh no, I think his was like the pass option or whatever that was. But it's it's basically uh-huh. one of those systems where it's like you got the run pass option. I'm a I'm gonna either take the ball, I can even run it, mm-hmm. throw a short pass, mm-hmm. or whatever I want to do with it. It's it's my option, but. That that's all Lamar is right now. He's not a traditional quarterback. That's the knock on him. That's what I I, I don't hear enough people talk. I think about. we should. I think, but I think the the terminology should just be used differently because just because you're not a traditional whatever in your position doesn't mean that you can't be successful. To me, 
I think about basketball. And, well, you're not a traditional point guard. I may not be. I could be hybrid. That doesn't mean that I'm not impactful to this team. Right. Whatever I'm playing, whatever position that I'm playing and I'm slated for, and if the team uh, appreciates it and is mm-hmm. fine with me bringing those talents, then that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't see Le- uh, Lamar being uh, a quarterback that will be so-called traditional, that – that's just not his makeup okay would you call like i'm going back to michael vick would you call michael vick a traditional quarterback definitely wasn't definitely wasn't michael vick was the first michael vick not correct he wasn't the first but he was right he wasn't the the first that defined that whole running back. yeah he running quarterback of course so that's what i'm saying so i don't remember i don't know i just feel like he just gets so talked about it so negatively because he's not traditional and it's like and maybe michael vick got the same too but i just can't remember michael vick definitely called hill for um it was a lot of knocks on mike vick he had the only the only thing about michael was that he had a very strong arm but he was a lefty Mm -hmm. and that was an issue because michael vick (laughs) there's like a whole compilation of michael vick just overthrowing wide open receivers because if they were wide open to whichever side he couldn't throw it to was just like, like the, to his right. Yeah, to his right. He couldn't throw it. He is a lefty, and that was the great, great arm was not accurate for anything. Couldn't couldn't throw it for nothing. He was just he just right, had a strong but, arm. He could run the ball. I'm sorry, he, but he I bet you the Falcons it, he just wasn't. He, he just wasn't. He accurate. just wasn't as accurate. Yeah, but the Falcons was paying him right. The Falcons paying him 100 million. No, Arthur Blank cut that check. He cut that check. But that's what but, I'm saying. So they still the paid him. But okay, so and he wasn't traditional. But let's look at let's look at the outside factors though. Michael Vick wasn't a traditional quarterback. It okay, so all right, so let's 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 take everything off the table, right? Lamar Jackson in a different market. If Lamar Jackson was to go to Atlanta, he would definitely get three hundred. He would get three hundred million off rip. You know why? The market is different. The market is totally different in Atlanta because you'll bring out. A different crowd in Baltimore. You're not bringing out a huge crowd. The market ain't like that. What sells tickets? We can we can make up what we pay you in your salary for the tickets. That's why Vic was able to go get that hundred million from Atlanta because of the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he got another hundred million from Philly because of the market. Baltimore. But see, okay. I'm trying to think. Arizona. With Kyler Murray, but Arizona has the money though. Arizona, Arizona's not a cheap team. Because I, I was gonna say that market can't be Arizona. But we're talking about <laughs> what's going to put butts in seats. I'm going to make up for the fact that I'm going to put butts in seats. I'll pay you the salary. But then you got a team, Baltimore. So you saying that what? It, okay, clear this up for me because I'm looking just as Lamar as a a pure talent. He's not going to put butts in the seats because he's I'm an not, exciting player to watch. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that so the, market, saying? the market is the market. So when you talk – Lamar Jackson anywhere else is getting $300 million. When you talk about a team historically that has won championships off of defense and running, they're not worried about – they're not worried about the market. They're just worried about getting their players, the solid players that they get in. They run it – they kind of run their system not – Exactly like the New England Patriots, because they don't care about who is in there. They plug anybody in there, but they're in the same sense. They're cheap. 
So anywhere else, Lamar's getting three hundred million. No, no doubt, no doubt in they, in my mind, he's not getting that money. But here, he's just it's just hard. Plus, he's representing himself, so it's a lot of factors going against him. That's the issue. And then on top of the quarterbacks, it's just everything's going against him. He just has to figure it out. Get an agent or just whatever they offering, whatever they got on the table already, take it and prove that you're worth more than that. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do, man. Who knows? Mm. That's my take on mm. it. I, I'm just, you know, just trying to get That's it. your take. Yeah, that's my take. Nobody really thinks about the market either, but, you know. You but anything else on this? Because this whole market thing, you keep bringing up the market, but then you like, no, like, so for the Ravens in particular, we're just talking strictly we're, we're Baltimore. Talking strictly what Baltimore. is the, what is going to put the butts in the seats? People that play defense, safeties, uh, cornerbacks, and what? Running backs, because you keep talking about they focus on defense. Okay, so maybe I should have cleared this up. When we, t- when I say the market, right? You talk about major cities. Who, even though we have we have these outliers like Cleveland, nobody really want to go to Cleveland like that. But they have the money. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's not Cleveland's not gonna just not show out the money. They want to win. They've been they haven't been to gotcha. Haven't won a win culture. You talk about a market. You go anywhere like L.A., New York, Atlanta, Las Vegas. That I got that. I got that. that what money. I'm at asking is what in particular since they don't have the big market in baltimore like your atlantas and la's what is going to put butts in the seats no since you're not, saying it it's not that it's not even that it's because baltimore they don't care about that whole they care about the fans coming to the stands they're going to come but we talking about how can i put this baltimore does they only care to win they care to win. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the the glamour and glitz. They care to win. The um, I, I think what is, what is it? The uh, they the, care to win. So, what style of uh play are they? Do they feel like they're going to be most successful to help them win? A quarterback who can at least manage and throw the ball. I mean, even when when uh Joe Flacco was there, he could manage and throw the ball. He could check down. He wasn't a running quarterback by no means. He was six six and all of slow as molasses. But that yeah. man could manage a game. The, they had a defense. Mm-hmm. They had a defense. All the defense needed was you to stay on the field for at least five to ten minutes to let them get a rest, and then they do the rest. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. if you if you're all. I get the whole running thing, but here's here's another risk with the running quarterback. What if he gets hurt? What if his leg gets hit? That's it. What if he True, has an Achilles? That's any risk with a quarterback. Yeah, but you're not you're not the same after you if you get pull your if you tear your Achilles tendon, if you pull a hamstring, it, it, your knee, you know how how many players fully recover get their full on speed from the knee? Then he just he was out for the season for uh injury. Well, I, I don't I don't even know what the who injury. was out for a season. Not the season. He was out for like the the rest of the season. Part of the season. Yeah, yeah. part of the season to, due to injury. Mm-hmm. But that's that's mm-hmm. what comes. And the issue is, he does, I mean, does he needs to learn how to slide? But at that, bro, learn how to throw in the pocket, make a read. I know you. 
I know you're working with what you're working with, bro. I know you're working with what you're working with as far as line, but you got to learn how to read. See, yeah, the- let's bring that up. Cause it ain't all on him too. The line uh, okay, plays yeah, a significant yeah. part. Yes, I agree. If I don't have time to do this, well, I'm about to run. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Get that man the help. But I don't, you okay. know, I don't want to spend too much right. time on this. We can move. Yeah, because we didn't talk this one to death. All right, so we got preseason that started last night. Two games in particular. We got the uh, Giants versus the Patriots. Giants won 23 to 21. Quarterback Tyrod Taylor made an appearance after he was uh, slated to start for the L.A. Chargers in 2020. But uh, due to the team doctor puncturing his lungs, he was out for the whole season. Yes. When I saw that, I said the doctor. Yes. Yes. I think there was a whole lawsuit or something that happened when it. It was like what? It better be. But the, why the, are you puncturing my lung? The funny thing is, is, is talk. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the validity is on this one, but because you know the L.A. Chargers drafted a uh, uh, Herbert. Right. That's why I was like, and he was supposed to start. Uh, yeah, Herbert Taylor. Man, he no Taylor started. Taylor was supposed to be a starter. No, you just said he started. So did he start or did he not start in 2020? Who Taylor? Yeah. Yeah, he started, but then at, that was like for one or two games, one game, and he was out for the rest of the season. And then Herbert started. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if that was a just I don't know how that went, but they've been they've been singing Herbert's praises for a long time. Like they just they want this boy to succeed so bad, and I'm like, bro, he ain't made it to the playoffs yet, but. <laughs> this 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 year he better make it to the playoffs. Or the L.A. Chargers going to seem pretty suspect. They done yeah. beat up on defense, but hey, we'll see what happens. But this is not about the Chargers. This is about the preseason game with the Giants and the Patriots. It was a good game. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at you. That's all. Just laughing. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, moving forward to another game: Titans versus the Ravens. <laughs> Lamar Jackson did not play that game. I wonder why, but uh, neither here nor there. Uh, the Ravens won 23-10. We did see an appearance from the rookie quarterback, Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. The reason why I bring Malik Willis up is because recently the starter quarterback for the Tennessee Titans made a, distur- a disparaging comment, you know. Uh, what you, would you call it disparaging? Or was he just like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to coach somebody. Remember that? Meme? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying it was more recent. Something he said. Nah. He said something else. Yeah, he just. If you feel like that, just don't voice it. Like I yeah. get it. You might feel that way, but at the end of the day, that's your teammate, and they're there to like learn. The rookies yeah. are there to learn from you. They got to learn from somebody. Yeah. No. <laughs> Third round, bro. If you listen, listen. Um, listen, bro. If you that scared of a third round draft pick taking your spot, then you probably shouldn't be playing quarterback. Honestly, mm-hmm. he said, honestly. "I'm training my successor. I don't want that." You probably shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't even be where. You should just be happy to train him. You should be happy you're still in the NFL because you definitely are dragging that team down. How the quarterback dragging the team down? The <laughs> running back is the quarterback. The running back is doing everything. To, I mean, 
Henry out there just mm. moving mountains to get y'all to the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, his stats, Malik uh, with his stats, you know, it's a preseason game. He, had, he was 6 for 11 for passes, 100 yards throwing. He was sacked twice. He did have a, a rushing touchdown with, throughout five rushing attempts. Um, I did see some. The coach, Mike Vrabel, was kind of pissed at him because <laughs> he, oh he was running the ball a lot. And that and that kind of puts me back in the conversation with Lamar Jackson. When I'm saying like, look, they want you to throw every the team ball. is different. But but no, but this is crazy though because Mike Vrabel actually in a press conference said no, he was running too much. I got I, he was like I kind of sounded like he was pissed. I was like I got pissed. Like I had to take him out. He took him out. He wanted him to throw the ball. He didn't want him to be no a running quarterback. You're Bro, you got okay. Throw that's fine, but that's him. That may not be his strength. He ain't Lamar Jackson. I I, I get it. No, I, I was thinking the same thing. But they're trying to. I think he's just trying to develop overall. I, I'm I'm doing that to be facetious. Yeah. But overall, mm, he's you to, are. He's just trying to develop the quarterback in Malik Willis, the pure quarterback, as opposed to just mm. not actually taking the time out to do the reads. But uh, we got preseason gotcha. tonight. There's a bunch of games on as we t- as we talk right now. So. As soon as this pod is done, I'm going to go and uh, go get me something to eat and hunker down on the couch and watch some football. Yes, sir. Okay, football. Yes, sir. Well, Even though it's preseason. Yeah, it don't count. Yeah. Just like in basketball. So, we will transition over to some basketball. Um, so, last pod, we talked about our legendary – Bill Russell, he had passed. And so in honor of him, the NBA will be retiring his number jerk, his number, his number six uh jersey throughout the league. Yes, sir. That's correct. However, yes, active um active players currently wearing the number six, like for example, LeBron. They are still allowed to wear number six, but yeah, that's a nice uh paying homage to Mr. Russell. Yeah, it is. It's nice. I'm glad they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and th- I, I mean, that's the most. You, that's the least you could do. Uh, you can make him the logo too. I'm just saying. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I ahead. highly doubt they will make him the logo, being that in his era. The the logo came about from somebody else after him. They ain't gonna Jerry West. They ain't gonna go back to Bill probably. If nah. if MJ ain't got it, they gonna go back to Bill. Nah, I, MJ didn't trademark his logo. The NBA had to pay him a billion <laughs> to use that logo. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring up another thing. Uh, that we talked about last pod, just to correct ourselves, where we were talking about Kobe and Shaq and who was the uh king of the of the city mm-hmm. and we were kind of both wrong in, in regards to who came to the Lakers first they came at the same time okay in 90s. yeah they came in 96 because when when you were talking about it, I was like dang I thought Kobe was there but technically they were there at the same time so they were just so, that, so technically that was the suit first in 96 team. no how can you call that a super team <laughs> when Kobe was just really trying I'm to come into rookie. his? Yeah. yeah, like he stop it. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about someone that joined. Yeah, a super team, Mister KD. Man, uh, back in the day, the um, 
<laughs> so he wants Steve Nash, head coach, and Sean Marks, GM, fired from the Nets. He is giving out ultimatums. He's like, y'all fired him. I'll stay. I thought this I thought this was fake at first. Mm, they keep talking about it, and I, I guess it got this, leaked. So. I thought this was fake, and now is I mean, when ESPN talks about it, I'm like, okay, it must be some validity to this one, because, mm-hmm. good Lord. Like, it does seem a little weird, though, because do you really have, not that you have beef, but that much uh, lack of confidence in Steve Nash and the GM? Like, but then again, when you look at it from just the overall how the team has been run, it's chaotic. Yeah, I've heard it some, has been chaotic. I've heard some rumors about how Steve Nash isn't really the, like he's not really coaching. It's it's really kind of on the go. Like those mm-hmm. plays in there, but it's not like he's doing any adjustments that if the team is down. Yeah, or anything like that. I've heard it. Through, I've heard right. And, you know, yeah. that could be the case. But he's also a very new coach. Yeah. So with time and experience, maybe he'll get better with that. It we'll, was his third season, right? I think so, yeah. We'll So, yeah, so we'll see how he, you know, fares out. Um, But, yeah, KD talked to the owner, Joe Sy, and he said that he doesn't have faith in the Nets' direction. So, I mean, That's when you got people win. like Kyrie on the team, is that playing into your lack of faith in the in the direction? Because who knows what Kyrie will come up with, <laughs> or why he feels like he he's not playing for a certain span of time. You know, man, who knows? He just needs to stop, man. He 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 being. He always the source of entertainment on the offseason for the NBA. I'm telling oh, you. Oh yeah. Mr. He Petty is himself. We got Mr. Petty. Hey, look, we're gonna have a we're gonna have an episode. Yeah. Not dedicated to Pet Katie, but Katie's gonna be in this episode somewhere. For sure. But, for uh, sure. So you. in response to KD, the Nets owner, in a tweet said our front office and coaching staff have my support. We will make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. So I feel like that was why. a kamikaze from KD. He was like, you know what? I don't care. He like, forget it. Y'all, it's, it's me or them. And it's not not that he actually, I don't think he actually wants them to go. I think he just wants to force Brooklyn's hand. And That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, he's trying to force their hand. But I feel like they're not going to. Yeah, you're not gonna just strong arm me like that. Like you fire these two people. Okay, I'll fire them just to keep you. No, they probably gonna try to call this bluff because, all right, KD, are you gonna do a Ben Simmons? You gonna sit out? You gonna pull a Ben Simmons if you don't get traded? You gonna you gonna sit out for however long? Why do I feel like Ben Simmons is somewhere coaching KD? That's what you gotta do. I know you gotta. gotta But because. KD is so petty. I'm like, I wouldn't put it past him to sit out because he's so petty anyway. That's what you got. He got enough money. <laughs> All you gotta do is tell him your back hurts. They can't see you. They can't see you. And then get surgery. Mm-hmm. It ain't gotta be real surgery. It could just be fake surgery. Oh my gosh, I can't. So saying. yeah, <laughs> more to come with the whole 
Nets uh, drama. In other news around the NBA, we have the Drew League still taking place. Yes, the Drew and League. We Let's talked go. about that a few podcasts ago. It's a summer league. Um, yeah, it's a summer league that's going on. And the, what is see, let's see, the playoffs, oh, are tonight for the Drew League. And there are some current players playing in this Drew League. I'm not going to go through all of these go, players, but I'll just go ones. through the, yeah, the top players that people would know, like DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, Montreal, Montrez Harrell, Trey Young, John Collins, uh, Pascal. Oh, I know he was playing Pascal Siakam from uh, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, let's see, Talon, Horton, Tucker, okay. Tyrese Halliburton, um, what? Oh yeah, um, I, Isaiah Thomas from uh Boston. You know he came yeah. back on that um ten day yeah, contract he's been playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Okay, all right, and then okay, what what is this? It's a, it's, it's a whole team. It's one team in the Drew. League. Oh, they're, they're called. Always... Is that their name? Yeah. No. Sh- no snacks. no snacks, no snacks, no snacks. Yeah. <laughs> so no snacks. I guess are loaded. I don't even know these NBA. These are all I, NBA players. Yeah, I don't I know have these people. No idea who these cats are. That's why they probably got all these cats. What? I was like, these are all NBA players. I never heard these uh, names. They must be like six man or seven man. I ain't never seen some that. dude named Isaiah Mobley. I wonder if that's Catino Mobley's son or something. I, that's hey. the only. <laughs> hey, you never know. I don't know. I feel like I'm Jalen Terry Malachi team. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So we'll that's all we got for NBA. You know, it's it's not a lot going on with the NBA right now until things get closer. You know, training camp is gonna be starting soon. So so we'll see if KD's gonna be practicing for the training camp or not and just sitting out waiting to get traded. I don't know. Petty wop, petty wop, anyway. Man, but moving on to our women, the WNBA, some unfortunate news came out today uh, regarding Skylar Diggins-Smith. She is not going to finish the season with uh, Phoenix Mercury or the WNBA for that matter. Um, wait, wait, so wait, the- wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry to interject. Before you get started, who we, we got an award to give out. We didn't give our award out. Oh, I thought we were going to do it at the end. You want to okay. do it at the end? It don't matter. Okay, just go and finish your point, and then we'll do it at the end. Yeah. Okay. So, um, on Thursday, yesterday, Skylar Diggins, it was announced, the team announced that she's going to miss the final two regular season games due to personal reasons. Mm-hmm. That's all we know It's just due to personal reasons. And the playoffs start next Wednesday for the WNBA, August 17th. So even if, because right now the Mercury are kind of fighting to get a playoffs position or spot. Uh So even if they make it to the playoffs, she cannot return because the Mercury suspended her contract. So she's done. I didn't know they could do that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really know either until I saw that. I was like, Okay. Yeah. And the Mercury, they've really had a disappointing season thus far, I'll just say. I mean, you're missing your top players, so. Yeah, in part, we got, you know, the Brittany Griner story. She's been detained. So, 
that already kind of deflates your team because she was gone even before the season started. Then they have a new coach. So that's always different trying to, you know, learn a new person. If they bring in a new system, trying to get everyone to gel and the chemistry and all that. Her name is coach Vanessa Nygaard. I think that's how you say it. Um, She's a former player and has had WNBA assistant coaching experience. And then, you know, it's kind of been like a known thing with the Phoenix Mercury, just tension amongst players, coaches, and all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so one instance was before the All-Star game, um, the coach was asked some question, and so – Skyler took offense to what she said because <laughs> the coach had basically said that because the question was in regards to the all-star game and the coach said the all-star game would not be an all-star game without Diana Taurasi. So, cause she wasn't starting and I guess, I don't know if she just didn't make the, the all-star game. I can't remember, but Skyler then posted that clip on Twitter and then put a clown emoji. Wait, 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 wait. Next to it. So it's like basically indirectly calling her a clown. Why she do that though? That's is that because Skyler was on the all-star team. So it's kind of like my coach is taking a dig to say, oh, without Miss Diana Tarazi, I think okay. There's so, no all-star game, so, you know, without her. But it's like, but you currently, but you still have another player that you're coaching. On is the it, team. Wait, who's who's retiring this year? Is it is it Sue Bird That's or Sue Diana? Sue Bird. No, okay. it ain't Diana. It's Sue Bird. Sue They're Bird good friends it. though. They used to play at UConn okay. together. Okay, so Diana not making an All Star game. Maybe that was just because she's a legacy. She's a legacy player. Yeah. Maybe that's just why that she said the. Maybe it was just a snub, and and it, and it, and it might have not been any kind of vitriol towards uh. Skyler. Yeah. She probably just took it that way. I see like, both sides because I yeah. see what you're saying. It's kind of like like if LeBron wasn't playing, it's just like it's totally different. Yeah. But still, as a coach, you still have to kind of watch what you say because at the end of the day, Diana Taurasi is on the downhill, you yeah. know, of her career. Skylar Diggins has really been carrying this team. Like, I'll get to her stats and stuff. So she's probably thinking like, well, dang, what about my contributions? Because – I'm the one that's been stepping up yeah. to carry this team. Um, so I can see, you know, both sides when it comes to that. Um, and then there was an instance, like, in a game during May where Tarazi and Skyler had, like, got into it. Oh, yeah, I do and, that. Yeah, the teammates kind of had to break them up and stuff. So you can just tell it's just been, like, tension yeah. with the team. And it's just, like, you have all this talent, but you're not gelling between – Tarazi, um, Skylar Diggins, you got Cunningham. She's a really good player. And then they also had star forward, all-star forward Tina Charles that came. And then she left and went to the Seattle Storm in the middle of the season. This was like back in June. And the Mercury just basically bought all her contract. And there was not a lot of details behind that. It was just stated, you know, it just hasn't, the season hasn't gone as, as planned. 
I so wonder, like, I want to I want to say this, but I'm saying it sparingly. I wonder if there's a, a divide in the locker room, and, and and if that divide in the locker room, I'm being messy here. I like to get messy at some point, but the divide in the locker room is over the Britain Griner situation. I feel it like could be. I, feel, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like it, it, you never know. You, People you do just, have their opinions because I've heard different opinions about. Yeah, well, I'm, Brittany did. She's she pleaded guilty. I'm, she let's have the conversation since that. Let's go right in that conversation. Not to draw this out, but mm. I, I think I believe this is my this is my educated guess. I mm. feel like there's a divide in the locker room because of the whole Britney Griner situation. Because of the fact that you have individuals who said, maybe on that one side of saying, well, she knew. Mm-hmm. It's a different country. You shouldn't have had it. And then you might mm-hmm. have the divide of people that said they have unjustly contained her for no reason. That mm-hmm. divide, that could definitely divide up people. You talk, Oh, for sure. And, 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 and we ain't even talking about politics. Politics, you can go off by yourself as doing that, but you're talking about a teammate and people might be voicing their opinions and, and something may have got back to one of the teammates and you you know how catty yeah. women can be. As, oh, at for sure. And it just... Boom. And it carries over onto the court. Yes. It does not stay in the locker room. It does not stay in other people's homes and wherever these conversations yeah. were had. It carries onto the court. I'm not passing you the ball, even though you wide open. <laughs> that, that oh man, I'm gonna turn my head. Look, look, I've heard stories not in the Woo. WNBA, but I've heard story. Well, who, what story was that when they were like, I'm not passing Dude, the ball, bro? I can tell you, NBA. I I went through that. As <laughs> it was Gilbert Arenas. If Gilbert Arenas was like, I'm not passing you the ball because you was out three oh, o'clock in the morning, he said, yeah, I, I'm out here busting my butt and you not, I'm not passing you the ball. And That's I'm petty. like, dang you! Like, That's petty. Like, come it. on now. But it, he I... was a gun, though. He he was he was shooting. He was shooting that thing. Now, rightfully so, the man could uh, shoot. He could score. To, you said the gun. <laughs> he also put the gun. I know. <laughs> man, I like we had an inside joke. joke. Me and my family. Oh my goodness, we used to be like, shoot him up, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Came out like this, like in the um, oh my God. call it the uh the the lineup uh the pregame where they calling yeah. out like the uh names and stuff. It's like, come on, Gil, what what are you doing? You know that's Gil's personality. But he was though. just being petty, though. He was yeah. just being petty. I, and I, then, would, yeah. I would, I would, I would. We would have a great conversation, me and Gil, because his petty <laughs> is like, bro, like I one of the I top. Oh, it. I gotta make no. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. For our, our oh, other okay, pod. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Gilbert is man, cause is, whew. he is he is the one when it comes to being man. Obi-Wan and he pettiness. admits to his pettiness, yes. and he has no qualms, no regrets. And he's I like, that's it. just it. I love every bit of it. Yeah, every and actually, I like his takes though. He he gives good knowledge on the game yeah. and how things should go and stuff. So yeah. I like Gil. <laughs> he, he's he's definitely per, a personality off the court. He definitely for sure. Yeah, I, I watch everything um, he has. Yes, yeah, but, his pot. Going back to the point of the uh, divided locker room with this one, I mm-hmm. think, yeah, we. I think we just opened up Pandora's box with this one. I think that's what. In my we may hearts, have because we just we. The thing is, we don't know. She said, you know, it was stated due to personal reasons. So things that could have been going on in the locker room, 
amongst the team could have led to these personal reasons for her not to finish the season. But it just seems weird because it's literally two games left. I feel like she was just about to go. Like, out. my God. She probably was like, I'm done. I don't want to be around y'all. If yeah, I'm around y'all, I'm gonna cut somebody or whatever. It I'm good. <laughs> not cut somebody, but it just sucks because it does make you kind of look at the team and the organization. Because, like I said, Skylar. Okay, so just to know her stats real quick this uh season thus far, she's averaging nineteen point seven points, almost twenty points a game, five and a half assists, and four rebounds. Hey Amen. She she balls. so without her. Who and Diana is out on injury. So, yeah, she's balling. She's a great talent. Diana is a great talent. Tina Charles, when she was on the team, a great talent. So what is it that's going on to where these players that's, are not staying? It. That Brittany Griner thing. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Because you, you can't I, – I guarantee you, I, I put $100, even if it was my last $100, that that divide, or the reason why they're playing the way they're playing is because there's such a big divide in the locker room, and the coach is probably involved in it too. The coach is probably yeah. forefronting that too. It's no mm-hmm. way you if you got a player, if you got a player going through that situation, even if a player passed away, Lord forbid anything happened, but that yeah. should bring a team together in a sense of we doing this for you. I guarantee you that divide is from the two opinions on what should have happened and what's going on well that was kind of what we brought up was that the last pod or the pod before where her sentence Brittany Griner's sentence you know came out that Uh she would get the nine-year sentence Mm -hmm. and then they had to play that same night and um Skyler had mentioned that in the press conference after the game how they were so emotional and they tried to go out there and play for Brittany but it's just when your emotions is just all jacked up before a game, number one, that's draining. Number two, your mind is just not in it. But you because think, you are still a human at the end of the day, and you thinking about this person. I I I think it was a combination of all of that going on, plus whatever was going on internally in the locker room, that probably didn't help anything. Because you know you when when you going through something of that nature, you got a teammate that you've been around for a long time. I didn't realize Brittany been in the league for about 10 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, like, dude, and however long they've been teammates, you, you grow up with this per- person, and then you got people that's probably talking crazy, and you're like, nah, I'm not, I am not on that type of time. That could but really see, mess your head But see, that's the thing. Up. Skylar Diggins is a newer teammate. You know, she hasn't been on the team as long as Brittany Griner and, and Diana. But she probably, it, she probably was like, I am not going to sit here and let whatever's going on be said behind the closed Yeah, doors. I get that. Yeah. Because she she's like, one that, that will stand up. Because yeah. she, she's one of those players that she voices her opinion. She goes off on the refs if they ain't calling something. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. I've seen her. I'm like, all right, uh, Skylar. They didn't need to call that. You can calm down. But that happens. Every player has those moments where yeah. they think it should have been a certain call made and it wasn't. But I like the fact, though, that she did not back down with uh, Tarazi because I feel like sometimes Tarazi, I see her kind of poke the bear, mm-hmm. not with her teammates per se, but just with opponents. And then Tarazi will act like she's all big and bad and talk a whole lot of smack. But I ain't never seen Tar- Tarazi bust a grape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Tarazi, yeah. really, you. 
you seem like you big and bad. You going off of, you know, your accolades and who you are right. to the league and how long you've been there. So people just going to be intimidated by you. But Tarazi, I haven't seen you bust a grape yet. Probably so be. you can have a big bark. And, and, and so Skylar might be looking at her like, okay. All right, yeah. sis. I want to see. What I'm not backing about. down. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I want to see that bite about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she. I mean, I, I. I. I think I hit the nail on the head. Whether it's gonna come out years later, and I'm gonna be like, I told y'all. I told all y'all. Y'all don't want to <laughs> listen to me. I be. Yeah. I can be sixty or fifty. I told y'all. I told you now. Oh, but anyway, is that your 50, 60 year old voice? Oh, it's going to be way <laughs> more grizzled. I, I told you now. Nah. I, 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 I told you now. Nah. I'm going to sound like I'm, a, I'm straight out the South somewhere. Straight out of the oh, Mississippi. You going to say, and your I children's children. Your <laughs> children. You killed me last week, Dad. Your children's children. Mm-hmm. Lord nah. Jesus. <laughs> That's what you sound like. You okay. got to break out into the sermon. Man, anyway, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> so, yes, moving forward. So, we have some farewell tours going on with Miss Sue Bird and Sylvia Files. We have mentioned Sue Bird probably maybe five, six, seven pods ago. I think I got a note here somewhere um, that she would be retiring. So, we did kind of give her her flowers then. Um, but I will like to... Uh, would like to shed some light on Miss Sylvia Files because I don't think she's talked about a lot, but she does play for the Minnesota Lynx, and they're actually playing tonight, the Lynx versus uh, the Storm. So it's funny that, you know, ending the season kind of thing, two of the top players in the WNBA mm-hmm. are going head-to-head. Um, so Miss Sylvia, her some of her accolades – are um she is the career she leads in rebounds career leader in rebounds um she leads in field goal percentage Mm -hmm. and double doubles in Mm -hmm. the wnba Mm -hmm. yes 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 Mm -hmm. yes she was the 2017 league mvp two-time finals mvp four-time defensive player of the year eight-time all-star and four-time olympic gold medal winner so yeah, she's been doing her thing. Um, and this year she's 36 and she's been suffering through some injuries and stuff, but she's still playing. She's been averaging 36 minutes a game or yeah, on the court, 36 minutes. And her scoring average has been about 19 points and 12.6 rebounds. So that's really good, especially at her age. Just think about, you know, how like LeBron James is still doing his thing and he's 36, 37 years old. I know. So that says a lot. But she uh, was highlighted recently in an interview where she was kind of talking about, okay, after basketball and how things have gone for her uh, during her career. And she was talking about how basketball is not her life. That's just something that she does. Um, But she is originally from one of your favorite cities, which I didn't realize this. She's from Miami. Oh, okay. But she was talking about how even though basketball is not her life, but it just has consumed so much of her life for, you know, more than half her life, really. Um, Because she hasn't even been back home for two weeks straight in Miami because of all the traveling since she was like 15 with tournaments and playing overseas, all that type of thing. And so knowing that she had so much time 
taken up with basketball and taken away from her personal life back when she was 30 she froze her eggs because she knew that she always wanted to have a family so that's going to be something that she'll focus on i thought that she was but i guess i don't and i didn't look into it because honestly before i read that i'm like well i thought she had kids so i don't know i have to check on that y'all um but yeah, people pretty much know that she's a very kind person. She has a very good spirit and she's kind of a motherly like person. So I'm excited for her when she stops basketball because she can just focus more on the things that she wants to do in her personal life. But the surprising thing that she actually really wants to d- uh, dive into is she wants to be a mortician. What? Yes. Dead bodies? Look. She, for the past seven years, was studying, uh, how do you say that word? Is it mortuary science? You just uh, gave me a blank stare. <laughs> I just asked. Mortuary science, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's for mortician, so for... I guess I don't. I don't know. It, it, you know, it's I, I feel like I'm school. not saying the word right. You know, I be twisting up my words, y'all. But anywho, um. So she was working part-time in funeral homes in Miami and in Minneapolis where she plays for the Lynx. I had no idea there was even a school for that, but go ahead. Yeah. And so, okay. So with me looking, reading through that article about that information. So a real quick story. So basically this is not a newfound thing for her. Ever since she was a kid, she was fascinated with funerals. Like she said to her mom, would be like well why are you so weird because she would be at home playing you know like normal kids but then she said she would line up her uh stuffed animals and she would be like all right instead of playing you know we playing house we playing a funeral and i'm like what that is so morbid that is really really it is but some people you have to kind of read it because honestly it's just we have a very, you know, and death is very sad and everything, but it's a fact of life, right? It so is. she it was is. just talking about how she's been able to travel to different places and see how other places um, go about funerals and all that type of thing. And she's like, you know, the U.S. has such a negative way on how they do it or whatever, but she's just fascinated with the human body and what, you know, how to get it prepared and all that type of stuff. So. Hey, kudos to her. That's what she wants to do. That's something that she's passionate about. Somebody has to do it, right? You know, we we need special people like that. And because how she was described in the article, I think she's perfect for that because she seems like a very caring person. And you want somebody to have, like, care when it comes to doing that type of thing. Yeah, definitely. I, so, I don't knock you for doing it, but... Uh... Yeah, it was just something that at such a young age... She was kind of into it, you know, but hey, you just never know why people get drawn to things. And then our other lady um, that I mentioned at the beginning of this is Sue Bird, of course. And okay, so this is back in our episode 46. We talked about, you know, her retiring. So um, just to refresh for be reference points in like episodes, like I would never go back that far. <laughs> episodes. This is why I take so long sometimes with the notes because I be looking Shot up there. stuff. Um, but just to refresh our memories, you know, Sue Berg 
uh, since she played her last home game this past week uh, for the, her WNBA career, they lost, unfortunately, to the Aces. Um, but her home crowd, they showed up and showed out. They set a record at having 18,100 fans in attendance in the Seattle arena. So that was a nice send-off for her, her last home game, for it to be a record-setting, you know, crowd showing. Yeah. And so even though they lost, she did speak to the crowd after the game, just showing her thanks and gratitude for such an awesome career. So just as a reminder, she's also an NBA champion, four-time NBA champ. 12-time mm-hmm. All-Star, 8-time w, All-WNBA Selection, and 3-time WNBA Assist Leader. So, hat goes off to Miss Sue Bird. Yeah, give her another hand clap. Yes. <laughs> so, we are going to end our talk almost, but with one of the other great female athletes miss serena she has also announced but she said she's evolving she doesn't like to use the word retirement well deserved <laughs> let's go serena williams yes so she was yeah she said retirement doesn't sound modern or something serena um, you have several seats you're retiring it's, please it's go serena go let her go surrender your racket okay sit down let her have it just let her have it she's the goat she deserves oh, it sassy with these. just go retire, so she want to say evolve she you wants to evolve because i think what it is it's hard for her to let it go because she did say you know she hasn't really talked about it much and hasn't really gone too deep into it besides with her therapist so obviously this is like a rough thing for her but i can understand that's all she when knew. you've been playing that long that's right yeah it, it'll be hard to let go so um she hasn't officially announced as far as when exactly she'll stop playing but it's kind of like leaning towards the u.s open will be like her last major tournament and that's coming up here soon that's august 29th is when the u.s open starts so that might be her, you know, her final hurrah. But because of Miss Serena announcing this evolvement, <laughs> the mm. ticket sales for the U.S. Open have gone crazy. I bet they have. They have been trying to get, you know, get buying these tickets so they can see Serena. And they're expecting it to sell out two weeks prior to the event actually starting. So that's like, dang. If you don't get them tickets now. Yeah. So the one ironic thing, because as I was like getting the notes together, I said, well, isn't this something? This is a great era for women. Look at this. We got Serena. We got Sue Bird. Mm-hmm. Now, Sylvia Fowles is not like as known as like a Sue Bird, of course, but even still in her own right for the WNBA, these are very high talented uh, very professional women that have had longevity in their yep. sport and really did their thing. So it's nice to see them like, oh, they're all retiring around the same time. It's kind of like, cool, like, man, then it's, you have to think about, okay, the next wave of of individuals. Like, we got a bunch that's kind of leaving because 
I mean, look at LeBron. He ain't retiring yet, but it's going to be coming soon. Or look at Candace Parker. She hasn't done it yet, but it'll be coming soon. Candace Parker got you know? like five more years in the tuck. Well, that's what I think. She probably yeah. does, but we'll see. You just never know. She might be like, look, I'm ready to hang it up. I'm tired. Well, she got one daughter. I don't know. She Right. She might want to have another kid. I think, but she might. No, they got a kid. Well, with her wife, I think they got a kid. They got a kid? They adopted or they or she actually had? I don't think she had them. I think, yeah, or her. I can't remember. But don't quote me on that, y'all. I'm just trying to go off of memory. I think she has one with her wife. Um, and then, you know, Serena, I forgot to mention, she wants to grow her family, too. And I thought this was, and I'll say this real quick, I thought this was so, like, adorable. So she had mentioned in the Vogue magazine article that um, her daughter, Olympia, um, was using some of some app or something on her phone. It's like an educational app. And it had asked her, what do you want to be when you grow up? And Serena said that Olympia didn't know that um, her mom was listening. And so she, like, tried to say it real soft and quietly. And she's like, I want to be a big sister. And I'm like, aw. So I know as a mom, she probably like, I need to go and have me a kid. I'm already 40. You know, I got a bunch of money. Let let me go and grow this family because this girl want a little sister. (laughs) Hey, man. Well, she, like, already fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, so by that age, you'll want a sibling. Cause I think I was born a sibling by the time I was like at least six. Like, where where they at? Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Okay. Tom mm-hmm. did fly by. Okay. All right. yeah. is, that, is that all you got on Serena? That's it. All That's right. Before it. before we get to our award, I actually this is an impromptu. I thought Ooh. this was this was actually pretty funny. I had um I had texted this to Lena earlier today. Oh. <laughs> I thought this was quite the uh, laugh. And oh, also, Lord. I, I, I thought this would be a start of a new segment. We'll see how this segment goes. This is called the um, Sports Twitter Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> this this belongs in the t- Sports Twitter Hall of Fame. Let me quote from Mr. Antonio Brown, the, the GOAT himself. <clears throat> he tweeted this. this. I'm not sure what date this was. This, this might be an old tweet, but I saw this today. He actually, somebody else actually retweeted. I quote, the biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to the Raiders camp late in hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at the UPS driver. It definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up the deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that's like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Oh, man. (laughs) Quote, I quote, Antonio Brown on his biggest regrets. Now, first and foremost, let me just say this article was well vetted and written. This wasn't written by Antonio. I mean, I can tell you that because it didn't have as many errors. I don't know if y'all remember. The whole, I, don't, I don't know if y'all remember the whole debacle of this man going off and his tweets got leaked or his, his text got leaked. But this man can't spell grammatical errors all over the place. But this was a well written quote. <laughs> Whoever wrote this. They took some time out and crafted this thing. It's so funny. 
It's so absurd. It's so like it's so it's great. It's it's funny and it's great at the same time. It's it's just like the funniest thing you can see. And this is Antonio Brown. This is what I mean while like personality. Because he can be he can be the worst teammate of all time. But it's stuff it's moments like this, especially on Twitter, where you <laughs> you can shine and this thing shine. And I seen that quote. I was like, oh my God. This is Hall of Fame worthy. Y'all had he to got me pushing my hair up because this is ridiculous. This is, is what I say. This, I love every minute um, of it. Every minute of it. Good Lord. <laughs> it's like, where do I begin? Oh, man. I can't even get mad at him because he doesn't feel certain things are regret. Like, my, what is this? I showed up. In a hot air balloon with frozen feet. What? Okay, frozen so, feet. So, so when he when he first got signed to the Raiders, which wasn't he didn't even play a, a game. This man decided to take a ski trip, and I think he went to the Alps, Alps or something, and his feet got frozen. Correct me. So he got frostbite. He got frostbite on his feet. It was a big thing. He got frostbite on his feet, and they, and they were like, "Are you going to even be able to play, bro?" And that was the that was the first strike. That was the first strike with the Raiders. Second strike was I think he cursed out the G- he cursed out the GM. I was like, bro, what is going on? He cursed the GM. I, I like, oh. yeah, Antonio <laughs> just yeah, this dude is. But that oh. quote right there memorialized everything that we needed. If we had, oh. I promise you, that is a class. That's classic A one. I loved it. But bro, how you gonna compare yourself to Jesus? I loved it. I loved no. it. Yes. No. Yes. No. Do not because do not be comparing yourself no, to my no, Jesus. No. 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 I'm not saying Don't. that the comparison. I'm just saying the no. quote, the fact. Like that's an absurd. You what, very the absurd. What's the word? What you gotta be so I into mean, yourself? What is narcissist? Narcissist. It's it's a perfect blend of narcissistic, oh. a narcissistic behavior. And absurdness, it blends so well. Oh, it's, he it's, just crossed the line. It's like it's 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 like a perfect marriage. I can't even I don't even know what to say about that. It, it's just perfect. In in a holery, it's that, that oh was, my god. That was please everything don't mixed get up. started with a holery because it was everything mixed up. I love I mean, honestly, if we all had a chance to have the talent to be an elite in whatever sport, right? Mm-hmm. And then be able to somehow have an out of body experience and watch ourselves live, mm-hmm. that would be dope. It really would. I can't even blame them for saying that, right? Right. But all the other stuff, now come on now. Jesus, just, the Beatles. I don't even care about the Beatles, but really, you just, you gonna compare I, I yourself just, to the Beatles? I just loved every minute. Of it. I thought it was great. I I reading, I was like, yeah, that's AB for you, bro. That, it, it and he he, oh. he shows who he is. He shows who he is. He never hides it. He is Man. himself. He's him. And him Man. is AB. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. That anyway, man, I I couldn't get over the hot air balloon and, and with frozen feet. Frozen dude, dude don't care, bro. He just frozen. He moved to the beat of his, his own. Mug got frostbite. Like really? Wasn't Getting frostbite ain't no joke, too. It ain't. I, I ain't never been you. really. 
I wasn't fully frostbitten, but I was close to it because when you feel your hands, like for me, it was my hands. When you feel them come to, it's like, mm. oh, it was so painful. I dang near wanted to cry. It felt like needles going through your hands. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, horrible. But anywho. All right. The last segment. You want to you wanna go ahead and give this one? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Jesus. I don't know what's going on with these folks saying crazy stuff. But we bring it back. The S-A-S award, y'all. Soft and spicy. This was both soft and spicy. Soft and spicy at one time. Go ahead. So, Mr. DeJounte Murray. On social media. Posted a comment in response to, what's his name? Paolo something. Banchiro, Banchiro. Banchiro, yeah. And said, I'll blow your back out, <laughs> little boy. Just you wait. Huh? <laughs> what? Pause. I wish I I'll blow your oh back God. out. And then to call him oh little boy, God. just you wait. Like, it just. Every okay. if you break that down into three parts, all of it was bad. Little boy. Oh my goodness. Just you wait and I'll blow your back out. Who the fuck you blowing out on the basketball court? <laughs> Where they do that at, sir? What what was worse? His comment or Charles Barkley's comment? Or or <laughs> his comment because Charles Barkley's comment was actually uh his comments were terms that people would actually say, especially back then in the 90s, because when people, for those that don't know what we're talking about, during the regular season or whatever it was, Charles Barkley was talking about, <laughs> he was talking about being in the post and backing somebody down. And was that what he actually said? Like, if you, you got to back them down or you if you get in his body, but you get. Oh, yeah, head. you got to feel. Because the thing is, that's the truth. Because, okay, if you posting up and somebody's on my back, y'all, because Michael Jordan used to do it, he he do this is how they feel their body. They lean. Yeah. That's feeling their body, trying to see where they're at. Because once you can kind of feel like, all right, this is four on, up in my upper back or on my side, whichever he's at, that where wherever his arm is at, then I could go the opposite way. That's all it was with Charles. But this... What are you doing to blow somebody's back out? I don't get it. Okay, okay, okay. This is so, just so I context. Do. Context. They've been having this <laughs> back and forth on Twitter. And then they were in. Uh, I don't know. It, it was it the Drew, not the Drew League. It was. Um, I don't know. It you was tell another me. league. It was another league. Uh, I mm. can't think of the name right now. But the summer was, league. I think it was what? the summer league or or the. But the uh, wouldn't be playing in the summer league. What well, the Drew I League think, is pro am. Okay, one of those other leagues, whatever, I don't know how okay, many leagues they got know. in the NBA. But they were playing in this game against each other, and it was just, it just got heated. And he went, he took it to Twitter after he dunked. He basically was just, you know, and one of him. He dunked on him. He showed him out a little bit. Paolo did. He, no, no, no. Jante, or DeJounte did. Oh, okay. So, and whatever whatever was the exchange was, it got even more heated, it just it just turned into that. It was so funny. what did Benchiro say then? Benchiro, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. I don't, I don't know. What he, I don't know exactly what he said. I had to pull it up. Because for him to say, "I'll blow your back out," 
Yo, I don't I know. Just, that was so suspect. You, I don't even I, know what that was, bro. I've never heard that in my life in basketball. I'm blow your back out. Competition. What? I'll blow your back. That is the pa- pause. I'm a. Right I'm a. Uh, some bust your ankles or something, bro. You could have said something. break break your ankles. You know that's like, you know you crossing somebody you over. Yeah, I'm a posterize yeah. you. I'm a dunk on you. I'm a. Blow your back out, bro. Yeah, SAS. What? Bro. You you getting the soft and spicy, boy? We oh, it, it's been it's been a minute since we handed them things <laughs> out, but we hand them out Ooh. rightfully so. This one came out with a bang. This man, did and it. that's what it sounds like he tried. What? You ain't catch it? I said this one came out with a bang, and I said oh. that's what it sounds like he trying to do. Cause bong, bro, bong. Blowing a back out. What's a what? Hey, what the what? Choose your words wisely, fam. That, Twitter that kept everything, and it's gonna be on Twitter forever, Ooh. ever, forever. Anyway, all right, folks. I know we uh we we talked in your ear a lot. Let's go ahead and wrap mm-hmm. this show up. Wrap it on up. And make sure you again you like, comment, and subscribe. I ain't gonna say the rest. Y'all have a safe weekend. Y'all know my saying. Couple that plays together stays together. Mm-hmm. And if we stay together, we play together and lay together. We out. Bye, guys. Bye.